Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. I am joined here with my partner in crime, Sam Schneider. And we are going to preview the week two juggle talk for the All Bengals. Right, let's yeah. go. Who All right. So um couple things we want to I want to hit a couple things. First thing is something I forgot to mention. And I and right after we were done recording, I tweeted it out. But I want to remind everybody that Pittsburgh went into Buffalo last year. And beat the Bills in Buffalo. And where was Buffalo at the end of the year? So right. I mean, you you read Twitter and Facebook and you would think the sky was falling. Was oh, like, yeah. Yeah, guys, it, it's one game. This doesn't rule us out of anything. And I want to remind everybody of the Buffalo game last year where Pittsburgh and everybody by week six or seven was going, how did the Steelers beat the Bills in Buffalo? I mean, that was everybody's initial response, you know, six weeks later. So just kind of kind of chill on that. And um, and then the other thing I want to talk about is, and I've mentioned this before, strength of schedule. I talk about this all the time. It's such a misleading statistic. When we were pr- going through the season and picking our wins and losses, we thought this was going to be a really tough game. We were, this was one of the games that I had. I had an extra loss in there where I said, there's going to be a week where we have a game where we think we can win and we don't win. And this was one of those kind of weeks. And now with Dak out, this has turned out to be a get right game. Right. So look right. How, this is why the strength of schedule, it only means something like when you're looking at the last three weeks of the year at the playoff chases, where you could talk about this year's team and say, wow, this team has a tougher road in their last three. But when you're looking at basing it on last year's schedule, I just, it's the most misleading statistic because this game completely changed on Sunday night. When- yeah. It's a, it's a complete misnomer because I mean, any one injury can, just, you know, sink a ship for a while. Um, and, you know, it remains to be seen how, um, you know, uh, how how Dallas is going to, you know, bounce back and how they're going to play against us. Um, obviously, we'll get into that. Um, but um, uh, Cooper Rush is not Dak Prescott. No, you know what I mean? No. So, I, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. No. It's one of those things where, you know, one injury completely changes the strength of schedule. Oh, yeah. Well, and think about it. They were added. This is one of our fill-in games. So remember, we play, we're playing the AFC East. We're playing the uh, NFC South, right? right? Tampa Bay and all that. Then we have our divisional games, and there's three extra weeks. Used to be two, now it's three. Well, our three fill-in games were Kansas City, Tennessee, and Dallas. We get three playoff teams where we're not playing that division, and they fill it in. Now this became a, a much different game. Um, this wasn't even, and this is the strength of schedule. This isn't the same Dallas team. Dallas had the highest scoring offense in the NFL last year. They lost Amari Cooper. They lost an offensive lineman, you know, in the preseason. Um, you know, this is a much, and their receiving core isn't as deep. You saw that against Tampa Bay. So this was not the same offense that you're basing the strength of schedule on from last year. So, right. And, yeah. and this is well, and this is one of those games. I'm Dallas finished first in the NFC East last year. Right. Right. Um, so this is one of those where we finished first. So we're playing other AFC teams that were first, which, so the chiefs make sense, right. but yeah, Dallas is uh that's, you know, a complete uh, just 
that's our toss-in game. Yeah, you know well, they're going mean? to fill in. They filled in three because we're not playing the AFC South, so Tennessee is the fill-in. We're not playing the AFC West, so Kansas City's the fill-in. And then Dallas was another playoff team. Right, but those they were both fir- but those were both first place teams, and we would do that anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, so like I said, this game completely changed uh, Sunday night. Uh, it's now a get right game for us. This is actually a must win game. We cannot afford to go into Dallas and not not leave there with the W. No. So, uh, um, T Higgins apparently he he was limited in practice so because he is practicing he cleared concussion protocol he didn't practice today but i think it said it was due to personal reasons that's correct um, yeah so that's, that's... so so uh, you know it'd be you know, it's going to be great to have higgins back obviously um we all saw you know no clark harris so i'm hoping that they worked out their issues in terms of the uh in terms of the punting i don't really have anything else uh in terms of news you know, well, I mean, obviously, when you talk about Clark Harris, you have to talk about the fact that we um, we we signed as a college free agent out of Pittsburgh, uh, Cal Adamitis, um, who is a Pittsburgh native, played five years at Pittsburgh. He was a long snapper for every game while he was there, 64 games. Um, he was a first uh, conference first team All-American um, in uh, 2021. And uh, and by by all accounts, he he's really, really good. Very calm, cool, collected. Um, you know, there was a reason we had that little that little mini camp battle. Right. Um, but, um, you know, Clark Harris is 38 years old. He's not getting any younger. Uh, so it's it's quite possible that if Cal kind of takes this opportunity and seizes it, that he could be the long snapper of the future as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a. This was one of the two battles, the punting battle, which I thought we were going to keep Drew and let Huber go, and we didn't. Um, and this was the other battle where we brought in a young guy to challenge one of our older players. Right. Um, and and I, he had a shot at getting there. So you know, like I said, you're absolutely right. This is his shot. Um, right. He may be the new long stamper if he doesn't. Yeah, well, because I can't and, see any reason to switch. So. Yeah, and uh, right now, by all accounts, there's there's no, um, you know, they're saying we're not really quite sure how long Clark Harris is going to be out. And if you've been around the Cincinnati Bengals for any length of time, you know, that means they're going to string you along for about eight weeks. And then in week nine, they're going to go, Oh yeah, he's done. Right. Right. (laughs) And not bring him back. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it's uh, it may be time. This may be the sign. Um, so let's get into the things. We're going to do the same thing we did. Uh, we've done the last two seasons. We're going to talk about the things that we're not feeling good about, and we're going to talk about the things that we're feeling good about. And we always start with the negative, so we get that out of the way. Um, and I'll start. You know, Micah Parsons. I yeah, hate CJ Watt. I mean, that's the. I I commented on it. You know, uh, last week. You know, it's like, and we could remember the guy's name, but I remembered the <laughs> yeah, linebacker, and it was like, oh, I remember his name now. But yeah, I mean, I'm concerned. You saw what he did. At Tampa, um, yeah, you know, Fournette had yeah. a wicked block two, on him, but two but, two, uh, two sacks, couple two two sacks, couple tackles. Um, he's a, you know, <clears throat> not just when he's back there actually sacking the quarterback, but he's like you said, he's their T.J. Watt type of guy who, you know, even if he doesn't get his hand on the quarterback, he's disrupting the game plan. He's disrupting the line. He's making everything more difficult um, for everybody around. 
um, you know, and and Dallas just overall has has a pretty solid defense. Um, you know, uh, you know, you've got you know some of the older guys like Demarcus Lawrence. Um, um, they've still got you know Leighton Van Der Esch and a couple other dudes. Um, uh, never mind uh, Trayvon Diggs in the secondary. Diggs, uh, Diggs back there. As yeah, a- I, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, and you guys can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, I am pretty sure that Diggs' um, 11 interceptions last year was the most in like 30 years. Yeah, he um, maybe even longer um, by by a single player. So um, yeah, he's a hawk, man. He, right. He's a hawk. So, um, so I guess my overall, what am I not feeling good about is they still have a good defense. You know what I mean? We can't just roll in there and think that we're just gonna, you know, cook our way up and down the field the whole, the whole time. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, that, that's, you know, gives me, gives me a little bit of pause. Yeah, that was, and everything I had was defensive related. I had Micah Parsons, I had Diggs, I have Cowboy D line, and then, right. um, and then I the last things I had were our special teams because we've got to correct the snapping issues. Sure, anyway. and I think we will because we have the week to do it, and we can actually bring in Cal off the practice squad, get him on the team, and he can be the the starter. We're not we're not fudging in a long snapper. They don't carry two long snappers on the roster. So right. we had somebody else playing it. That was a special teams player, but he was not a long snapper. Yeah. It was, so, uh, it was Will Wilcox backup right. tight end. Right. Right. So, and then this is, a, this is a must win. Like I said, losing week one, I had us winning week one. And then I had, this as one of the games that maybe we would win. Maybe we would lose. Um, when I gave my, uh, my 12 and five prediction, but this was one of those kind of games. But this now this is with losing week one, we cannot go into Dallas and lose to Cooper Rush. We that just can't happen. Right. I think one of mine, uh, one of my other ones is uh uh I I personally I don't think T. Higgins is gonna suit up. Um I I just find it hard to believe that he practiced limited on Wednesday, missed Thursday will probably be semi-limited tomorrow right. in practice. And I, I have a really hard time thinking they're going to start him in that situation. So if you've got Diggs blanketing uh, Jamar Chase, I'm not sure how good I feel about Mike Williams um, and, uh, and uh, or Mike, Mike, Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, Mike Thomas and some of the other guys, um, to really be able to get the right uh, kind of separation uh, to make a difference for Joe uh, where, where Joe's not having to try to force the ball to Jamar on every down. Cause that's going to result in an interception at some point. What, um, what about, so yeah. What about, what about having, we didn't see Chris Evans at all in the last no. week's game. So we can bring Chris Evans in as, you know, line them up on the line. We can do certain things. I mean, he's certainly capable. The other thing we could do is we can bring a juice sample at play the two tight end set and have Hayden Hurst in there purely for as receiving and have right. sample do the blocking. So there's some things we can do to, to, to make that happen. And I agree. Yeah. So it's just going to take some game planning, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's, and I think more importantly, it's going to take game planning during the game. Right. Um, we're going to have to be able to adjust to, you know, what they're throwing at, at us. And of course, 
um the offensive line is really going to need to step up this week right um and uh, you know i you know parsons scares the bejesus out of me um but uh but overall they've got a really good defensive line but overall it doesn't scare me as much as pittsburgh's does right um so you know, I guess just be aware of where Parsons is the whole time and um, and kind of go from there. You know what I mean? You just make sure he's not busting through the line on every down. Right. And get rid of the ball. Let's scheme plays where Burrow's yeah. not holding the ball. Yeah. Um, so and and that's the thing. I mean, I we'll get it. Let, well, let's just go right into the things I'm fe- we're feeling good about. And one okay. of the things I'm feeling good about is Pollock and Collins are going up against their old team. I think they've got. You know, they, 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 you know, like I said, there's a little added incentive. Collins sure. is used to blocking against Parsons because he was on the squad last year in right. practice. So, you know, I'm expecting. I know Collins didn't play a great great game. Our defense, offensive line, did not gel until the second quarter, and still wasn't a stellar line at any point in the game last week. Um, right. I expect to see a better game out of them this week. So. Yeah, I do. I do too. And, um, and I, I think one of my, uh, one of my good ones is uh, it's actually connected to uh, my bad one, which is, you know, they've got uh, a good defense. Um, so we can't expect to just be waltzing up and down the field, but um, if we can stop the run, then we can stop the offense and keep running their defense back out there until we gas some of them. You know what I mean? A guy like Parsons doesn't really get gassed, um, but some of the other guys will. Um, So I'm kind of hoping, you know, if we can get a bunch of three and outs, get their defense right back on the field right after they just sat down and rode the pine for 10 seconds, um, then that works to our that works to our tremendous advantage. Yeah. And let's be patient. Let's take the underneaths. Let's get rid of the ball quickly. Let's keep your defense out on the field. That's all part of the game plan. Um, The other thing was, is if you look at their offensive line, obviously they lost a starter, uh, Tyron Smith, just to start the year. Um, Then, but you look at it. So the left tackle is basically a developmental rookie. He was, uh, 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 he's 21 years old. He was an injury replacement. You have no career starts by their left guard. You've got their center, who's a second-year starter, fourth-round pick, um, and he had two penalties against Tampa Bay. You've got their right guard is their stud, their seven-time pro bowler, and then right. their right tackle is a third-year starter, but he had four penalties against Tampa Bay. I mean, this is not a, this is not this formidable offensive line. With that said we didn't get as much pressure as we should have gotten on Trubisky. So we've got to see both of our lines have to do a lot better job than they did last week. Henderson, Hubbard, you've got to get home on Cooper Rush. We have to make Cooper Rush beat us because he won't. Okay. Dak had problems getting that. They have basically one receiver who still has it established that he's a number one receiver. I'm not saying that lamb is not a great wide receiver, but he was, he had, you know, Cooper with him last year and he doesn't have, he, now it's all on him. So he's right. getting the number one corner. He hasn't shown that he's the number one guy. And outside of him, we didn't see a whole lot. Gallup. Yeah. And even, uh, even um, uh, Michael Gallup is uh, still doubtful. 
right now. And anytime they put the D on you, um, that usually means you're not going to play. Yeah. So, um, so it's lamb and, um, uh, uh, um, uh, was it Schultz, uh, the tight end? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he had seven catches last week. Uh, we're gonna have to keep close eye on him, uh, especially with a guy like Cooper Rush in the in the backfield, um, because that's gonna be his security blanket. Right. So, and um, we have to watch Pollard coming out of the backfield. So Pollard gonna and to, Elliott. They're gonna try to run the ball. They're gonna try. Yes, to, they are. They're gonna try to help Cooper Rush as much as possible. So there's gonna be a lot of screen passes, a lot of passes to backs and to Dalton Schultz. They're gonna keep everything and have him get away you know keep everything and have him get rid of the ball quickly we need to be prepared for that so right so uh all right well that was that's everything i have in terms of what i'm feeling good about just that this is like i said this game got a lot easier but it also put a lot more pressure on us because now we really cannot afford to 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 not come away with the win this week yeah, what, what we what we especially can't do is think that, like I said, that we're just going to waltz out there and win this game no. just because Cooper Rush is in the backfield. Yeah. Um, we cannot assume that. We need to do. We need to have the killer instinct. We need to go out like the Bengals of last year and uh, um, put the pedal to the metal and say, "Hey, world." Uh, we're still here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, we had that unfortunate situation last week, um, but we're still here. I mean, not that I think anybody's really writing us off, um, but, you know, I, I want us to go out and make a big make a big statement. Yeah, and we can do that. You know, we are the number one game in the afternoon slot. We're being televised here locally again in Los Angeles. Um, that's our afternoon game because the yeah. Chargers are playing right now. So Rams are in the morning, Chargers are playing now. Our number one afternoon game. So we're, this is the number one game. Uh, yeah. You know, if by for CBS in the morning or in the afternoon. So we have a chance to show the country that we're not. So there's a there's a lot of this is an opportunity for us to kind of, you know, show what we can do and showcase that we are for real. I'll so, put in a call too and make sure that they know that we want to blow the horn and the uh, quack. Yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'll email them that the duck collar and the horn need <laughs> to be used guys that we were supposed to do it last week. <laughs> and you let us down on my birthday. So, <laughs> so I guess I still think that email's in their spam folder or something. Right. <laughs> so, but um, all right, you want to do game predictions? Which uh sure, yeah. Um, you know, I think I think at the end of the day, I think our defense really, really steps up in this game. Um, I as long as we can, you know, we're not gonna stop Elliot and Pollard. Um, but if we can slow Zeke and Pollard down, then, um, that's going to mean really, really good things for us. Um, I like, uh, getting a little killer instinct on offense. I'm going to take Cincinnati 30 to 13. Wow. That is so close to my final score. Okay? <laughs> I'm thinking that we're actually going to play a first half this year. We're not going to try to just win the second half. I mean, this has been a second half team since, right. the, you know, for our whole playoff run. But uh, I'm actually thinking we're going to play a good first half. I actually think that late in, or early in the fourth quarter, you're going to see Brandon Allen in the game. 
because wow. I, think, I think it's going to be 31 13 and i have the, <laughs> I had, that's why i said how close it was and i have the 13 i think late in the or you know by the middle of the fourth quarter it's 31 six and i right. think that they or 31 seven i think they get a junk touchdown and that's how they get the 13 but at that right. point the game's pretty much over i really look for the defense to step up because they did not produce a turnover last week and right. i expect some short fields you know produced by our defense this week so i'm really really um looking forward to seeing that both of our lines have got to play better than they did this yeah. is the, they could say okay you know what last week was a uh, you know our tune up this is us and make that statement on national television i meant to give some props on uh, when we recorded after the game on uh, sunday i meant to give some props to our secondary um because our secondary played well yeah and uh i want to i want to see them do that again i mean it's i mean i don't remember hearing either safety's name uh i heard eli apple in coverage once or twice um, not blowing anything, just right. them saying his name. Right. Um, and got, anytime they're not mentioning your guys in the secondary, that's a good thing. Yeah. Jesse Bates had one full tackle and one assist. He had right. a point and a half for me. I started him, but you don't want to have 10 tackles out of your safety. No, you want you want your linebackers and defensive linemen to be making those plays because that means they're getting through the first layer. So um, you are correct that he didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. The defense, I think we gave props to the whole defense. I don't think we called out the secondary. So, yeah, so kudos there. But uh, yeah, I don't uh, you know, I I really think this is a game we're going to step up and we're going to perform. And like I said, usually I have a couple of cowboy fans that I know that would have already been talking crap to me. It's been silent all week. Of course. Because I think like most Cowboy fans, they saw Dak and they kind of just went, oh. Right. And that's, you know, and that and that's understandable for a team that loses their 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 starting quarterback in in the first game. Right. Um, you know, and and the and that and you're going to a Cooper Rush, you know, I think they 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 know that all of a sudden it's going to be a stretch for them to get a wild card. Right. I mean, you look at the Eagles and stuff and, and I, I just, it's going to be tough on Dallas. It really is. It, it really is. Five or six games and, and expect it. I know Jerry Jones is trying to keep the brave face. Hey, we're not even going to put him on IR just in case yeah. he's ready earlier. And not. We're, we're hoping he's going to be back in four games. I'm like, okay. Thumb on his throwing hand. Oh, man. Right. right. Think about what that did to Dalton. Right? right, we never even got him back. Yeah. AJ McCarron played that playoff game, not Dalton. Yeah, and that was all because of the you know the the thumb injury. So yeah. you don't make it back that fast. The thumb's such a critical. You know, it's one thing to have one of your other digits, you know, hurt and taped and and numbed, but the thumb, sure. the anchor, your hand. I mean, there, there's only one thing on the other side of the ball, and this is it. Right, your injuries back here. Right. You know. And then you're and then next thing you know, you're floating ducks up there. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. So they bring him. So we'll see. But I, I understand Jerry Jones trying to still keep the upbeat, you know, kind of idea. But well, you got to, you know yeah. what I mean? That's that's kind of your job is the especially when you're as, as such an involved owner, too. Well, it's you know not what just I mean? that what you don't want is people not coming out to the games. Right. Because 
there's food concessions, parking concession. I mean, it's a huge amount of money. You still want people showing up. You don't want people going, oh, okay, I just won't go to the next five games. Or, you know, I'll, I'll take the next, you know, two or three home games off. You well, you got to pay that, that pay that air conditioning bill at the uh, <laughs> at the dome when it's going to be 96 degrees outside in Dallas yeah. on uh, on Sunday. So, all right. Well, you got anything to plug? Anything you want to? No, sir. All right. Well, guys, hopefully we've got the horn and the quacker. They're ready to go. It's an afternoon game, so we'll appear, you know we'll do our uh, our wrap up show right after the game, and uh, we'll try you know get it up before. Uh, you know, before the nighttime game. But, um, you know, with that, I'm going to say who day, everybody? Who day? All right, let's get the win on Sunday. Take care.